softly whispered to her, You cannot withstand the storm. She whispered back, I am the storm. This is one of my favorite quotes, and I even have it on a painting in my home office. This podcast doesn't exist solely because of the power of my experiences, although they are a big part of it. This podcast exists to provide other people hope that through their storm, they can keep dancing. When I was growing up in Flint, Michigan, My mom was one of the smartest, bravest, strongest women I knew. She never had as much as a headache, and she was a proud woman. And even years after her passing, I'm mindful today of what I'm going to say about her in this podcast. It's my way of being respectful of the proud woman that she was. As I think back over the time, I mentioned to a few friends that I thought my mother was sick. There were several reasons why I felt that way. She seemed tired, and she didn't have that stronger-than-life persona that I had always known since I was a child. In fact, I was so concerned that I had scheduled a flight that would have come later that April uh, to go and check on her and take her to doctor appointments. But unfortunately, that never happened because she got sick and we had to, everything sped up. Towards the end of my mom's life, she was showing those signs of death, the labored breathing, talking to spirits, gazing just beyond the person who may have been sitting in front of her and looking toward the ceiling. And I had no idea that she was doing this. In fact, I wanted to stay in my lane and not ask the questions. When a person is processing death or going through that whole transition, you want to be respectful and give them the space to talk about what they want to talk about. It's not a time for you to quench your your thirst or, or whatever you're curious about to, to make sure that you're satisfied. You're there to comfort them, to make sure that they are okay. And that's what I wanted to do for my mother. But one day my mom said, Bev, you know when I'm looking past your head? And I was thinking to myself, I didn't know that she knew she was doing that. Well, then she said, I told, I said to her, yes, I, I, I knew I could see her doing that. And she wanted me to know. She said, well, I'm, when I'm doing that, I'm talking to Jesus. And he says, it's time for me to go. And so I will say that the whole process of death, which that was the first time I had ever experienced it, I recognize that some people will never go through that process. And what do I mean by that? I mean that they may not be there right with someone to see them actually pass. And and I've had the opportunity now that I've done that several times. And, and again, for me, It was always about being respectful for that space, for whatever they were comfortable with. That's their transition. Your time will come. Again, it's not time to satisfy your curiosity, but to let them have a a peaceful transition to the next life. By the way, I will say that 
starting that process when my mom was ending and, and moving on um, to go home to be with the Lord, my husband was just starting to complain about his pain. He was saying that he was having stomach problems and that he had gone to the doctor and they were treating him for ulcers. And the reason that they were doing that, because of, as a child, he grew up, he was diagnosed with ulcers. And because he never smoked, never drank, never did drugs, they just assumed that that was the cause, that was the root cause. But little did we know that that was the onset or the beginning of when he was recognizing that he had pancreatic cancer. And when I say what I mean by that is when with pancreatic cancer, by the time you start to get the symptoms, literally it's it's too late. The cancer has metastasized and spread to other parts of your body. And unfortunately today, there's still such a horrible uh, rate for survival. In fact, as I'm recording this today, we just got the news yesterday that Richard Roundtree passed away quickly of pancreatic cancer. Well, there's some big names that who of people who have died of cancer. Now that comes to my mind right now as I'm recording is Michael Landon and, and Chuck Daly, who was the Pistons coach, and um, Ruth Gator Ginsburg, and um, I'm just, people are kind of slipping my mind now, but my point that I'm making is that that cancer is a horrible cancer. My mom happened to pass away of colon cancer. And if you get regular health screening, colon cancer doesn't have to be a death sentence for you. But that's a whole nother topic of, about why my mother um, didn't have her colorectal screening. And again, being the woman who she was, and um, that's not something that I'm going to share. But I will say that as a daughter, as a mom, as a sister, as a friend, I would say that we have to do a better job with caring for our bodies. We have to do a better job with putting ourselves first so that we can be here. If ever, all of us will pass away, we all know that, but you can determine if your time here on earth will be long or short. That's in your control by making sure you try to eat right, do the right things, um, or, you know, exercise, which I, I certainly need to do. But what I'm, what the point I'm making is that we have to start taking better care of ourselves, examine ourselves, whether they're small things or big or large, what can we do today? that will give us a little bit more longevity. And that's what we should start looking at. I thank you for your time. I will say keep dancing and I look forward to speaking with you next time.